Hello, Business Week listeners. As part of Sustainable Finance Week, a series of events where 1,000 industry leaders convene in New York City to accelerate the mainstreaming of sustainable finance, we're bringing you a special bonus episode. This week, Bloomberg TV's Remy Innocencio sat down with Gene Case, CEO of the Case Foundation. The philanthropist discussed financial and social returns, the need to find companies that align with your values, and the rise of impact investing in Asia. So uh, let's really hop into this. Responsible investing is the theme for these two days, this whole entire week. Uh, When it comes to the Case Foundation, what's a project that is proof of concept? You say, hey, this works. Yeah. So we're really focused on impact investing, those investments that provide both a social and a financial return. And, you know, we talk about that. People say, well, what do you mean? There's a company most of us know that's pretty hot these days, Warby Parker. Uh, Not only are they a hot eyeglass brand and a hip company. I have a couple other glasses I have to to, to say. (laughs) Okay, but you probably know when you buy a Warby Parker pair of glasses, something good happens. They train entrepreneurs in the developing world that make glasses available for low cost or in some cases free to communities, and they've given away 4 million glasses as a result. So great example of a company that's a hot brand, hot for investors, you know, to jump in if they can, Mm -hmm. and at the same time doing something really remarkable in the world. Good stuff happening here as evidence in all the visionaries, the leaders that we've had here at Bloomberg's global headquarters today. But there are challenges challenges as well um, through the lens of what you might have learned in terms of those challenges or maybe failures, if you're able to admit, what is something that investors should know to say, hey, it's not all um, up and up? Sure, sure. Well, it's we like to say it's early days in impact yeah. investing, right? <laughs> There's tremendous traction and momentum. In fact, the amount of assets going into impact investing doubled in the last year to $228 billion. But probably what investors need to know is that the ecosystem is not complete yet. Yeah. There's still parts of it that are filling out. What investors rely on for comfort and tools aren't necessarily there in impact investing. But there is a growing climate and ecosystem of expertise around impact investing. All the major banks, world-class investors have jumped in. So we're seeing very, very early momentum. All right. How are you positioning your own portfolio too? Yeah. So, of course, we have a number of different portfolios in in sort of our personal realm. But for me, I have one that I made a decision just a couple years ago to take to 100 percent impact across all asset classes. And it's been quite a quite a learning process, but it's also been exciting. I've been able to see across asset classes. There's actually a really great deal deal flow that I've been able to take a look at and in many cases jump in. Mm. So we're not sure how long it's going to take before I'm fully 100 (laughs) percent. But certainly what I am today is values aligned. And that's the other thing I'd say to your investors is long before you jump into pure impact investing, Mm -hmm. know what's in your portfolio. Make sure that it's in alignment with your values because that is nothing anyone has to compromise today. And we have to bust the myth that for things to provide social good, you would have to compromise on returns. We have lots of research out there in the market that demonstrates that's not the case. Right. You don't have to be concessionary. Definitely There's a lot not. of proof of concept yes. here. Um, for investors who are watching and they're saying, hmm, this is a new topic for me, responsible investing, and how they align in terms of values. What are some of the values that people you see are aligning themselves with right now? Sure. Well, they really range across the board as many different kinds of investors or different sure. kinds of values. So what we did at the Case Foundation is we put out what's called a short guide to impact investing. And you can literally just Google that and you'll find it or come to the Case Foundation site. But it's a great primer for someone who's heard about it but maybe wants to go a little deeper mm. and figure out how they begin to frame what an impact investing strategy might look like for them.
Looking over the past year, year and a half, I know you were in Seoul, South Korea last year for this Pan-Asian conference right. on uh, folks who wanted to get into responsible investing. Right. Fast forward to what you just mentioned. You were in Paris last week. I was, before, I was. And the Asia theme still pervades. Definitely. We're very bullish on where Asia is with impact investing. We've just seen a real growth in interest and passion around the topic. So people are starting to jump in. You know, it's interesting. We had um, entrepreneurs and investors from from really the entire Asian region with mm. us in Seoul last year. But then in Paris, what I was so delighted to see was a number of high net worth families and individuals who are just now getting pretty excited excited and getting ready to deploy their assets into impact investing. Countries, um, individuals, or companies, if you can speak on them, that stand out from Asia? Sure. Well, Hong Kong, as you might imagine. We watched in Japan, of course, their pension fund commit one trillion yen to sustainable investing. So many people in ja- Japan are watching that. Um, but, you know, I'll give you an example. And there was a, a Vietnamese entrepreneur, a founder of a gaming company who was with us in Asia. And after he uh, exited his company, he called and said, look, I really want to deploy this capital in the next stage in a real meaningful and impactful way. So he's looking at impact opportunities as a young entrepreneur. Mm. All right. Looking ahead to tomorrow, uh, the theme is WMDs, but not weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, Women's, uh, <laughs> women, millennials and diversity. The, the good kind of WMDs here. Um, what is the theme that you think should be uh, pushed ahead in terms of where money, where responsible investment funds should sure, be going here? Sure. Well, I think there's an economic imperative and what I would call an innovation imperative to focus on these segments that have been left on the sidelines. We have great founders, great ideas out there among women, people of color people from different regions, we need to bring them on the field, bringing their innovative ideas and companies forward, and we need to back these folks. Last year in the United States, 90% of venture capital went to men, only 10% to women. You know, 75% went to just three places in the United States. When you expand that globally, it's even more dramatic. So it's really time to have all the players on the field and all of us championing these new great ideas. And I think that segues into my last uh, question for you. Your new book coming out is set to be published in January of 2019. That's right. Be fearless. I know there are five themes. We can only talk about one. What's your favorite here? Uh, Be bold. Make a big bet. Be out there and and, and believe in the art of the possible and take something that you passionately believe in forward. And so for investors, I would say get engaged, learn about impact investing. Maybe that's your next big bet.